It's often a pretty good thermometer, pretty good barometer, if you like, of our spiritual life, our attitude to money. That's certainly been my experience in myself and in others I know. That actually if we're, if we're withholding our finances and saying, mm, I don't really want to give sacrificially because, well, you never know what might be around the corner, that can be an indication of our reluctance to give ourselves fully and surrender ourselves fully and to be fully obedient to the Lord. So just, you know, <coughs> to reflect upon that, that it's really important. One of the things we're going to be doing over Lent is we're going to be looking at the Archbishop of Canterbury's uh, Lent book, which is called Dethroning Mammon, which is pretty relevant to what we're thinking about today, isn't it? Um, and he challenges, as I've already been saying, he challenges the fallacy that what we've got is ours to dispose of as we choose. In other words, as I've already said, it is God's. And then he also says something quite challenging. He says, money is a central theological issue. A budget is applied theology expressed in numbers. I remember Giles standing up here a few years ago and waving his bank statement and saying, this is a theological document. Some of you remember that. So, it's so true. It's so true. You know, I'd really <coughs> encourage you to do that if you don't do that already, to look at your budget, look at what you spend each month on various things, and, and honestly ask yourself, does that reflect my desire to be a full-on disciple of Jesus? Or actually, am I only giving God sort of what's left after I've done all the other things I would like to do? It's a real challenge. And there are some budgeting forms at the back if you need help with that. I know that Noel would be more than willing to, to chat to you about that sort of stuff as well. But then it's really important as well, this, um, this from Paul in verse 8. I'm not commanding you, but I want you to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. So in other words, you know, there's no compulsion here. There's no command to give. But actually, it needs to be a joyous an authentic response to the generosity of God that we have each uh, received. So there's a lot more things I could say, but I think the main thing is to just remind us that our money is something that can be used as a great gift in the service of others. Let me just uh, look at this quote. Just give you a moment to read that, and then I'll read it out. The New Testament rule is simple. Everything you are and have belongs to God. And like Jesus, you are to ask the Father's direction in everything. Just say, here I am, Lord, and here is all my money. What will you have me do? When you see a need, ask if you want, if you are to give and how much. Obey the Lord. New Testament giving is based on total surrender, listening to the Lord and obeying whatever he tells you to do, then trusting him to do what you cannot do. That's really tough. But actually, discipleship is meant to be tough. Following Jesus is not meant to be the sort of safe, easy option. It's a radical option, particularly in our culture, which values money and success above all else. The radical option is to have a very different attitude to money and to our resources and to actually surrender to God rather than surrendering 
to the culture around us. You know, we can, that verse in uh, Romans 12, which talks about being squeezed into the world's mold. I don't know about you, but I feel that so much. You know, social media and any sort of media tries to squeeze us into a particular mold. You know, politics at the moment is trying to send us in a particular direction. There's, there's so much uncertainty in the world. And we can be fearful. We can feel squeezed into a particular position. But yet we are called to be countercultural Christians. We're, we're called to tell a better story than the narrative that we hear in the media and in our culture. And the better story is that we have a generous God who loves us, who has lavished his love upon us, who died for us. And so how can we not respond with generosity and with love, um, even if that's costly to us? So just finally, what can we do? So if you're relatively new to the church and you're not yet giving in some way, then think about giving. Uh, renewing your giving if you already give to the church. Uh, our costs, we've met our budget this year, but obviously costs are going up as they always do. As you know, they do in your household budget. So do think if you can possibly uh, think about increasing your um, giving, even if it's only by a small amount. It all adds up and that's fantastic. Prepare a budget if you haven't done so already. Remember, it's a theological document. And actually, if we, how can we, we be intentional about giving if we actually don't know what we're spending? And I meet many people who really have no clue about what they're spending. They're sort of like, well, it always seems to work each month, but they don't really budget, and I'd really commend that to you. And then finally, and more importantly, have you really given yourself to God? Dare you pray the prayer, Lord, everything I have is yours. I give it to you. Dare we pray that prayer and include our finances. Let's just spend a few moments uh, just thinking about that. Thank you, God, that you lavished and continue to lavish your love and grace upon us through Jesus Christ. And Lord, we confess that at times we are reluctant to give ourselves to you wholeheartedly. We're scared of the cost. We're scared of what the consequences might be. But we thank you that when we fully give ourselves to you, that you give us a joy and a freedom that is beyond measure. So Lord, would you give each of us the courage to give generously. And Lord, for those of us who already are, for those who are already giving generously, would you just affirm that and not, you know, we don't want there to be any condemnation, but just the joy of giving generously out of our love and our joy of the Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.